Listeners, did you know that an estimated 5 billion plastic hand soap and cleaning bottles are thrown away each year? And if that's not bad enough, most cleaning formulas are 90% water, which is heavy to ship, leading to excessive carbon emissions. Plus, those products are often filled with nasty ingredients like chlorine and ammonia. That's a lose-lose situation for you and the planet. Nobody's trying to have that. Enter Blue Land. Blue Land is on a mission to eliminate single-use plastic by reinventing cleaning essentials to be better for you and the planet with the same powerful clean you're used to. The idea is simple. They offer refillable cleaning products with a beautiful cohesive design that looks great on your counter. Fill your reusable bottles with water, drop in the tablets, and wait for them to dissolve. Genius! You'll never have to grab bulky cleaning supplies on your grocery run again. Refills start at just $2.25. Blue Land is trusted in over 1 million homes, including mine, y'all. When I received my first shipment of Blue Land, I was blown away by how this simple concept just makes so much sense. It's so easy. You just drop the tablet into the stylish functional bottles and get your clean on. I love the subscription option because I am not trying to get one more bulky item in my cart. Blue Land products really get the job done and leave my home smelling so fresh and clean. Blue Land has a special offer for our listeners. Right now, get 15% off your first order by going to blueland.com slash clink. You won't want to miss this, guys. Blueland.com slash clink for 15% off. Listeners, Remember when everyone was doing juice cleanses and was basically hangry all the time? Well, there's a better, more sustainable way to lose weight. Roe provides access to the most popular weight loss shots on the market. The Roe Body Program pairs a weekly shot with healthy lifestyle changes so you can lose 15 to 20% of your weight in a year on average and actually keep it off. Rose partners handle all the insurance paperwork to help get medication covered. If eligible for medication, patients have access to their provider on demand for any questions. You can sign up online from the comfort of your own home. This means no scheduling a doctor's appointment, no commute to the doctor's office, and no waiting rooms. Average weight loss is 15 to 20% in one year with healthy lifestyle changes. BMI and other eligibility criteria apply. Go to Roe dot co slash clink sign up today and you'll pay just $99 for your first month and $145 after that medication costs are separate that's ro dot co slash clink hi and welcome to housewives of true crime welcome welcome i am tabitha Give me Dateline, white wine, and I'll pick up your kids in the carpool line. The next day, right? Yeah, the next day. Okay. And I am Gretchen. I like white wine, true crime, and in bed by nine because I have a lot of stuff to do in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) We are housewives of true crime. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. Welcome. Welcome. Housewives of True Crime. How's it? Oh, you know, that last minute getting shit together before you get on an airplane for a couple weeks. I haven't done that in, dude, I don't even know, since like my wedding. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Long trip. Long trip? I, I can't even remember the last time I did a long trip like this. Yeah, bananas. Yeah. So... With your children, so much family time. 
It, <laughs> yes. <laughs> no can, no distractions. Just all the togetherness. I can't wait to hear about it. Oh yeah, it should. It's. It. I'm sure I'll have some stories. Yeah, you definitely will. I'm sure someone will throw up. Oh gosh, most likely. <laughs> You'll catch it. Colton. Colton actually fell asleep at breakfast yesterday after his baseball game at the table. Oh, funny. <laughs> so I was like, he is for sure my kid. But even I can stay up through breakfast most of the time. But it was a hundred and I think seven here yesterday. Poor oh kid God, had to play so two baseball damn games. Hot. It definitely broke the heat record for Texas that I've been in so far. But you re- you do remember when I got married, it was 115 in California. Oh, that's right. It was so crazy. I got married in a blazing hot Vegas day too. Yes, you did. Yeah, I did. But you didn't make me wear a really long dress like I made you wear with like tons of ruching and all kinds of stuff. Oh, I threw that dress away. Tabs, wedding, the bridesmaid dresses for tabs. It was painful. I had like a rash. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I am never want to look at this damn dress again. I was living on a boat, so like I didn't have any extra closet space. No, and that thing took straight up, straight up garbage bag. You know what somebody did for me? They from theirs, they made me a baby blanket for Kyla. Yeah, that's a much better friend, and that was so nice. You should podcast with her. Which, by the way, stop it, <laughs> which I will have to tell you, it's such a good idea because you are never oh, it is. wearing it is. a bridesmaid's dress again. Ever. No. no. So for sure, do that for your, you know, you guys all have some sitting in the closet thinking that one day you're going to stick that thing back on. Never in a million years will you. And it's a great, it's a great gift. It certainly Well, speaking of getting rid of stuff, so last time, I don't remember what we were recording, but I was telling you we had given up on the community garage sale. Yes. Okay. Well, while we were recording, my husband decided to make the garage sale happen. I knew he was going to do that. (laughs) How'd it go? So I come out of the recording closet and my he's got my kids out there. My kids are like, we're going to make some money, mom. They've got some old chairs and crap, you know. Oh, it didn't go. I mean, my husband is like so offended that like three people slowed down and didn't like get out of the car to like see his junk. That He just put like a free sign on everything and was like, fuck people. They could just have it. <laughs> OK, wait. So it's. It was a community garage sale where people go to each person's house. It wasn't like everybody bring it to one house. It was like, no, it was like everybody in the neighborhood, Mm. like have a garage sale on the same day and then we'll probably get a lot more traffic. That wasn't, that's not, that's not the way to do it. You needed to all bring it to one location and then the person stops there and that's it. Listen, I got things to do during the summer. I'm like, this is a good idea in October. Or some February. Yeah, it's a weekend but, day. Forget like about I don't want to. I don't want to spend. No. Like, yeah, put put a free sign on it. Yeah, I agree. I 
I'm not trying to do that. Yeah. So anyway, so we're not we're not very good garage sailors. What are you going to do? Well, not have a garage sale again. Mm-hmm. That's a great idea. Right. Just saved you. <laughs> just 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 donate. We're donators. Good. I also got a chance to work on my tan. I'm preparing for um Hawaii. Yes, good job. I've been using the self tanner to prepare for my trip as well. Uh also I will give you an update. The Sonic drink I just talked about on this uh-huh. episode, which is probably a couple Mondays ago, is the cherry limeade. And it does come in diet, just to let you know. No, I think you're wrong. No, it does. I promise you. No, no. There is another drink. Somebody posted about it. It's called Big Red. Red drink. No, that's different. So Big Red, I had also talked about that it's in a can. That's like a like you go to the grocery store and get it. But at Sonic, it's cherry limeade. Well, that sounds delicious. Grocery store, it's called Big Red, which you guys, I can only imagine there's so much red 40 in there. It's probably toxic. Dye number 40. Super good for you. That's what I hear. Yeah. Well, I don't hate a cherry limeade though. Have you had one before? Of course. I'm an American loser. <laughs> First time <laughs> I ever had one. I went, my my daughter's friend talked us into going to Sonic. And I said, well, I need to figure out what this red drink is that everybody's drinking around here. And then I asked them if there was diet and they do have diet. And then I found out that they have diet. They have a few different diet syrups. So you can get an iced tea unsweet with the sugar-free raspberry syrup. And you can have yourself like okay. a sweet tea. Okay. Somebody That's how me. you roll at Sonic. It's not how I roll at Sonic. I want those fried pickles. They have fried re- pickles? Regular- yeah, they do. Right now on special. And all the other stuff. Yeah. Well, Otherwise, I'm not going to eat there. I'm going to go big or go home. Oh, yeah. All I got was a diet cherry limeade. <laughs> so... You skinny bitch. <laughs> oh, which is what probably why I have my other problem. So I decided to uh, tan my midsection, which hasn't seen the light of day. Mm-hmm. I was at the beach from 1030 to 530 on Sunday. And I thought I was doing a good job. And then I woke up this morning and I, I got one of those roll tans. Oh, so no. Like, there's like a big like white line. Like red. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> That's why you should use the self tan. You got to lay down flat, apparently. It's like, the. I mean. I don't think you need to be tanning with real tan. That's going to give you like the wrinkles and shit. Like, it's not good. Just for the summer. It's no, okay. no, no, no. You're too whatever. old for that. You want to hear my crime? Do it. Okay. Today's case takes place in both Palmdale, California and Glendale, Arizona. I don't know anything about Glendale, Arizona, but when I think of Palmdale, which is about three and a half hours from where I live, you know what I think of? What? Debbie Rowe, Michael Jackson's baby mama. Oh, is that where she was from? Well, she birthed Michael Jackson's children and then she got herself a horse ranch out there. I always thought like 
she was very interesting. Mm-hmm. She stayed quiet. She doesn't really talk about him. Yeah. She must Anyways. have got paid well. I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I think he uh, picked well for baby mama. Yeah. Okay, so anyways, in 1994, it was the home of one disco biscuit named Charmaine. Charmaine was a 23-year-old single mother who was working as a bank teller and aspired to be a police officer. So, you know, she had it together, right? Yeah. She had been in a long-term relationship for a couple of years, but she had broke it off because the man had been married previously, and she just came to the conclusion that she didn't think he was interested in marrying again. So Charmaine kept it moving. Smart. Very smart. Most of us are not that smart. Especially at 23. Yes. When you see a commitment phobe, Keep it moving. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Charmaine, she's a big fan of love and the whole happily ever after, you know, thing. But at the same time, she's like, I don't, I don't need a man to take care of me. That's not, that's not my deal. So one day she was at the mall and she couldn't find her car in the parking lot. That happens to me. It happens to me a lot. There is a mall here that has a different uh, parking structure at each one of its exits. I didn't know that. So I just went to the parking structure, did the same thing. Could not find the car. Yeah. So when Charmaine was looking for her car, this handsome man approached her and asked her if he could help her. So of course she agreed and they ended up hitting it off. The man's name was Vernon Pierce. And Charmaine thought he had potential. He told her he was an engineer and he was in the area on assignment. He was based out of Arizona at the moment and he would be heading back soon. So they exchanged numbers and started talking every day. It's like such a cute way to meet, don't you think? Mm -hmm. So Vernon did not take personal calls at work and Charmaine liked that. She thought shows he has a good work ethic. Yeah. This was the 90s, so everyone still had pagers, and so that's how she reached him most of the time, but sometimes he was out of touch because he worked out at the gym so much, and Charmaine liked that too. She thought, shoot, physical fitness is important to me as well. It's a good quality. Was he buff? So, uh, yeah, he wasn't like buff buff, but he was um, in, he was in good shape. Good shape, okay. He had a nice, nice physique. Certainly. Yeah. So after two weeks of phone calls, Vernon invited Charmaine to come visit him in Arizona for the weekend. Charmaine felt that they might have a real connection. So she hopped a plane and was not disappointed when she got there. He was a gentleman, took her out, showed her a good time. The only thing that gave her pause was when they went back to his place. She couldn't help but notice there weren't any pictures anywhere. Like it wasn't, there wasn't actually much at all. It wasn't decorated at all. Mm -hmm. But he told her that's just because, you know, he's He's a a man (laughs) and he's just in Arizona on assignment. So I, you know, I hadn't bothered to decorate, which makes sense. So Charmaine goes home and, you know, that long distance thing is off for a while. It's easy to glorify someone you don't see day in and day out. 
Right. It's it's all just good conversation and not like, so you think you could put that dish in the sink? Like, not even wash it. Just put it in the sink. Just put your water bottle in the trash, not on the floor after you're done. Something like that. Something like that. Just saying something like that. Yeah. So Charmaine is falling for Vernon. And you can't blame her because, I mean, what's not to like about a guy who says all the right things and you never see him long enough for him to annoy you? So the feeling appeared to be mutual because after two months of talking on the phone, Vernon blurted out that they should just get married. Oh, Married. Married. Next level. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Which is bananas after two months. So Charmaine was like, what the heck? Yes. When you know, you know. Okay. Sometimes. Sometimes. Not all the time. Not after two months. Not after two months. I don't recommend. Okay. I mean... If anybody's watched 90 Day Fiance, you know, you got to live with somebody for a while first. Yeah. 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 Definitely recommend the living in sin, all of that for a while. Got to test out the goods. After you're engaged. After you're engaged. Yeah. Yeah. So Vernon had a plan to move out to Palmdale because he said he was due for a transfer at work. And it seemed like everything was going to just fall into place for these two that had just met in the mall parking lot by chance. It just must have been fate. So Vernon and Charmaine decided to get married right away at the courthouse in Arizona because it could take a while for his transfer to go through. And they were just so excited about getting married. And so Charmaine flew out to Arizona to tie the knot. But they also agreed on having a big wedding celebration with family and friends in California, like Charmaine had always dreamed of. Charmaine, like I was saying, always imagined her bridesmaids would wear fuchsia. Oh, just like like me. Yeah. And she wanted the whole fairy tale, you know, dress with the long train. I don't remember. Did your dress have a long train? Mine had a train, but not super long. Well, she, you know, she's doing everything, all of it. And Vernon was on board. He was like, baby, go ahead, book it. Go big or go home. Okay. So that's what she did. She got to planning and she was trying to make a decision about something and she wanted Vernon's input and he was not returning her page. And so she thought, well, I'll just call him at work, even though he told me not to, because he won't mind. It's very important. It's wedding stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm his wife after all. Yeah. So she just looked up the company that Vernon said employed him and she asked to speak with him. And she was told, Vernon don't work here. Oh, did Vernon well, ever work there? Did she question? I do not know how far she got, but I think they won't disclose much information to you okay. on the phone, right? So Charmaine was like, what the hell, Vernon? And so that's what she asked him when he finally answered the freaking phone. He told her, 
I told you not to call my job and please don't do that again. But yes, I still work there. They must just be confused because I was transferred to a different division. So Charmaine thought, okay, whatever. I mean, really, when you're in the midst of wedding planning, that guy can get away with like almost anything, right? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I've, I've got a wedding to plan. Right. That's it. That's how we work. Weddings on the brain. Nothing else. Okay. So not long after that, Vernon tells her, you know what? Why don't you move to Arizona while I wait for my transfer so we can just be together already? And Charmaine was like, you know, she's all in. So she was all about it. But she did want him to at least come back out to California and meet her family before she moved. After all, they were already married. You know, it's time to meet everybody. Mm -hmm. So Vernon agreed to do that and scheduled some time off to come out to California. And so Charmaine made preparations to move. She quit her job. She moved out of her house and with her grandmother while she just tied up loose ends in Palmdale. So the weekend Vernon is supposed to come out for the big visit, he tells Charmaine he'll call her when he gets to the airport to come pick him up instead of like a specific time. Which I would have been really, I like, I never would have let that fly. There is an airport in Lancaster, which is real close to Palmdale. So if that's where he was flying into, then I guess that's not such a big deal. You know, maybe it was like 10 minutes away. I don't know. But Lancaster Airport is small. So I'm thinking he probably flew into Burbank, which is an hour away. So like, that's not working for me. I need to know everyone's flight information when they're coming in. And if they don't give me their exact flight number... I usually look, look at like fig. I look it up, yeah, and like check it obsessively. I also always give people my flight information when they're going to come pick me up because, what if the the plane crashes or something? Oh my God, Gretchen! Well, you want to know, right? Well, so, it's not going to happen. Come on, I don't even I don't even know when and where Sean is traveling and when he what flight he's on you don't your own husband no i don't i'd be be keeping track of that stuff yeah (laughs) okay so maybe it is just me yeah i think you're a little you even check where i am that's true yeah 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 Yeah. i'm extra okay well charmaine just waited by the phone and she ended up waiting and waiting and waiting I imagine she's both concerned and pissed, right? Mm -hmm. So she calls the police in Glendale, Arizona, and asks them to please go check on her husband at his home. She was expecting him, and he never showed. So the police did go to Vernon's address and check on him for Charmaine. He wasn't there, but someone else was. When police arrived at his home, they met a woman who was knocking on Vernon's door. They asked her who she was, and she said her name was Sharice, and she was looking for her husband. He lives here, and she hasn't been able to find him, and she didn't know what to do. She's supposed to be moving in. So police asked her if her husband's name was Vernon Pierce, and she said, yeah, that's him. She told them they had just gotten married about a month ago. 
Oh my gosh. What? So then an Yeah. So an officer has to call Charmaine back and tell her what happened. Poor Charmaine got the phone call from the Glendale police around 1 a.m. She had to wrap her head around some woman saying she was also married to Vernon. And like at 1 a.m., that's not, I mean, that's a lot to think about without proper sleep. But I mean, I don't know what I would do. <laughs> well, I know what I would do. <laughs> what would you do? I would drive over to his ass. Okay. Yeah. Well, what she did, what which is super smart, is she asked police if they could put her in contact with this woman. Well, that's smart too. But yeah, I'm thinking that's smarter than whatever I would have done. <laughs> that's so <laughs> also much smarter than what I would have done. But yeah. Right. Okay, so they did that. They accommodated. And Charmaine caught the next flight out to Arizona to meet her and get to the bottom of what was going on. So the two women met and compared notes about like their courtships and their marriages to Vernon. And they were floored that they were both actually married to the same man. Listeners, today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Are you busy? Well, of course you are. And if you're like me, that means you put off investing because maybe it just doesn't seem urgent or it's intimidating. Enter Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just spare change. Acorns recommends an expert built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. What I love about Acorns is that it gives you the tool to give your money a chance to grow. You don't have to start with a lot. Just start. Believe me, it feels great. Head to acorns.com slash clink or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Client testimonial may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash clink. Investing involves risk, including the loss of the principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC Acorns is an SEC registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC member FINRA slash SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. I'm talking about Rakuten. Have you checked it out? Because I recommend you do. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because the members earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores that I know I shop online at like Zappos, Sephora, and Best Buy. We are all already online shopping at our favorite stores, so why not be saving while doing it? It's a no-brainer. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop. How it works is the stores pay Rakuten a commission for sending them shoppers and Rakuten shares the commission with its members. You get paid via check or PayPal quarterly. Membership is free and it's easy to sign up. Start all your shopping at Rakuten.com or get the Rakuten app and start saving today. Your cash back really adds up. So Charmaine is pissed. I mean, understandably, of course. And so she goes to the police and asks them, what can I do? Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. 
They tell her that she can file bigamy charges against Vernon if she wants. And she wants. Okay. (laughs) She's like, sign me up right now. That's right. Charge him. Okay. So she does. And she heads back to Callie. And guess who calls? Vernon. Yep. He said to her, I know you were in Arizona looking for me. And if you don't want to be with me anymore, let's just break up. Please. Charmaine was like, excuse me, we are married. Married. We cannot just break up. It's called divorce. And it's like a big deal. So she, of course, asked him, why would you do this to me? And he told her he was writing a book about what he had done. And he also told her, if you could just drop those bigamy charges, I'll let you write a couple chapters in my book. Charmaine told him to kick rocks. And then she hung up on his sorry ass. Okay. So just when she thought things couldn't get any worse, she got another phone call from another woman who informed her she had been married to Vernon since 1989. Oh, my God. (laughs) Still married. Still married. Yeah, this woman had a child with him, too. So the police were investigating Vernon and located this woman, you know, because of the charges that Charmaine had filed. Mm -hmm. So this woman was Vernon's only legit wife, but... She wasn't the only other wife they found. How many does this guy have? Four. So they located the fourth. That's a lot of work, Vernon. It really is. Yeah. I mean, to keep them all a secret, it's not like they're like, you know, the sister wives where they all live in the same cul-de-sac or whatever. Right. Okay. So this fourth wife, Vernon, had married in Las Vegas. So it turns out Vernon had married three different women in a six-week period. So he's a busy guy. Mm -hmm. So the first marriage counts, the lady he'd been married to since 1989. The next three are considered bigamy, which is a misdemeanor in Arizona. But since only two of the three extra marriages happened in Arizona, the Glendale police could only charge him with two counts of bigamy. During their investigation, they searched his home and found three of his marriage licenses altogether amongst his things. And then he had a note card that said who to marry and a list of names. Oh, no way. Yeah. Right. I think when you have to write down your potential wives' names to keep them straight, you know, you've got too many. Yeah. So police went to arrest Vernon. And guess what? What? He was MIA all of a sudden. How how long would he really spend in jail? Like nothing, right? Yeah, it's like it's not that big yeah, a deal. So like, is he that, that worried? Yeah. So the local media got a hold of the story that the police were looking for a man who was facing bigamy charges, which, I mean, it it doesn't happen a lot. So it was interesting, right? Yeah. So the story went national. I found old articles in the L.A. and the New York Times. So Charmaine and these women's lives were like 
put a blast while they're trying to deal with this mess, you know? I mean, that's got to suck. So remember, Charmaine had quit her job and moved out of her place, and she had a child to take care of, so she doesn't, like, have any time to waste. She's got to be, like, moving it on and figuring it out. She doesn't have a choice. Right. So there's a warrant out for Vernon's arrest, but he didn't have any other criminal activity in his past, and it's just a misdemeanor. Yeah, so they're not, like, looking for him, really. No, there was no, like, manhunt or anything like that. So months went by, and everyone thought, well, Vernon's just, like, on the run. And Dude, I bet knows? you Vernon is marrying some other ladies. Well, no. Men. He... No. <laughs> that would make this very interesting. But no, um, he wasn't really on the run. And I don't think he would have lasted long if he had really tried to because he never had a job. He was just. Oh, he was using these ladies for these... the money? Yeah, he was just mooching off all of them. He wasn't running because he was with the last woman he married in Las Vegas. She stayed with him. And she supported him. Yeah. You know what you would do for love, man? It is like she didn't care that he was a total, he's total duping her because she loved him. Uh, Yeah, I mean, yeah. She's she's forgiving. She's uh, too forgiving for me. I mean, you marry someone else, I'm out. 100%. (laughs) You marry somebody else. (laughs) I'm not with it. Yeah. But Vernon stayed with this woman in Culver City for six months. Oh, Culver City, California. Yeah, Culver City, California. So maybe she was like, you know, I mean, it's just, it's... Like, you better face the music. What was she doing for money? Was she, like, waiting tables or something? Or I don't know what she was doing, but, I mean, enough to support her and Vernon. Yeah, in Los Angeles. That's not cheap. But maybe she was like, baby, you better just go to jail, get this over with. It's not that big of a deal. Then write this book. He probably convinced her he was going to do that right. and it was going to be lucrative or something like that. He's a con artist. Yeah, so did he write a book? No, he did not write a book. Oh, damn and I will tell. I will tell you why at the end. Okay, well, so Charmaine learned about Vernon's status living with the last wife, and she told the L.A. Times, like, she's standing by her man. Well, she can have her man. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with Charmaine. In that same article, Charmaine said, thankfully, I did not have any children with him and that she hoped to marry again someday, but the next man will have to go a full background check. Uh Uh-huh. Which is, is smart, right? So Vernon also decided to give an interview right before he turned himself in. It was on the Arizona News. He was pretty candid about the whole thing. He said, you know, it was difficult to juggle four relationships and that guys fantasize about something like this. And I guess I did, but you don't have your own life. He said he had to carry notes in his wallet to keep everyone straight. Oh, my gosh. He also said the reason he didn't have a job was because he couldn't. He was too busy. So in the end, Charmaine was the only wife who followed through with pressing charges. Which you got to wonder, why wouldn't the other women press charges as well? 
I mean, I guess it's kind of a hassle, right? You got to go to court, you know, whatever. But Mm -hmm. I just think it's very good on her. Like, hold him accountable. So he pled guilty in 1995 and was sentenced to five months in jail plus community service. And he was released back into the arms of his last wife after 30 days. Mm -hmm. So he got off pretty easy, I would say. I knew he would. Yeah. But one thing that was good about Charmaine following through with charging him was that the judge said if he did pursue a way to profit off of his bigamy, like write a book or a movie or like whatever that all the profits would go to Charmaine. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, so that's why he never did. (laughs) Yeah. So the following year after he was released, he gave another interview and he announced that he had tested HIV positive. Oh. At that time, he was still living with his forced wife and he said she tested negative. He said he had had sex with about 20 women in the last 10 years, and he didn't have contact with them, and he wasn't allowed contact with his former wives. And so he was going public so they would know to get tested, and hopefully no one else had been infected. So So when I found out, I mean, that's a real drag. Did Charmaine get tested? I'm sure she did. Do you think he was lying? Okay, so this is what is interesting about this. I mean, it's like a hell of a thing to lie about, right? Yes, but 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 dude had a hell of a liar. Okay, so the newspaper that printed this story printed that they had not verified his test results. Yeah, I think that he's a liar, liar, pants on fire. Was mad that he had to go to jail, and so put out this, you know, fake news to make them all nervous. And then, you know, they go get tested and it's negative. So. Well, that is terrible thing to put people through. Listen, I think it's a real awful thing, too. But I don't think I would put it past this man. Okay. Well, let me tell you. Is he still living? You might you might be right. Yes. Because I think. Vernon is still alive and well and living in your state, Texas, though I am just basing this on Internet sleuthing. So it's not it's not 100 percent. Where in Texas is this man? Okay, I looked up so much stuff and found like relatives and whatever. I want to say it's like DeKalb or something. Hmm. I don't know. I, you could There's probably a, tell me 50 places in Texas and yeah, I would yeah, still yeah. not know. It, w- it was none of the towns that I am familiar with now via you. Visiting. Okay. Yeah. I think he's also married, but to a new wife. Another so one. Think, Number yeah, five. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah, I don't think that. Well, who knows? But I, I mean, it could be six or seven. But another I don't reason think that why. Fourth one, like, yeah. Another reason why I think that. He's not HIV positive. Yeah. As far as Charmaine goes, it looks like she found love again and remarried. Oh, good. Well, then she divorced in oh, 2008. Damn it. 
<laughs> but she's still a disco biscuit. And I think if she wants more love in her life, then I'm sure, you know, she will just manifest it and it will just come her way. Well, hot damn. Okay. Okay. Lastly, I just wanted to say I liked this case because I think I just have a fascination with all things that involve multiple wives. <laughs> I definitely uh, think you do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I love keeping up with all the sister wives drama from the TLC oh show. God. And there's another show called Seeking Sister Wives that just started a new season. And it looks like it's going to be real good. So what people sign up to actually be a sister wife? Well, oh, my God, Tab, you are so green to this. Yeah, they have web like like match and shit for sister wives. Yikes. Yeah. And uh, do they do it for all a variety of reasons. Some are religious. Some are um, not religious. They just like the dynamic. You know, I mean, there are things about it that are very appealing. Like you always have a babysitter. Yeah. The last season on this show that I'm really into seeking sister wives, there was this couple, the Snowdens, and they were my favorite. The season ended, the last wife who was legally married to the dude because she was from South Africa filed for divorce and restraining orders against both him and the wife. And that is still not final. Okay, like a year later. And they were only married for like, actually married, I think for like two months. Okay. Turns out it was not all as it seemed on the show. Basically, the husband was an asshole as well as a total fraud. I have gone down the rabbit hole watching like YouTube videos from random people from his past that he screwed over. Mm -hmm. His longtime wife, the one who had like stuck around with him for like 10 years, but never legally married him. She ended up leaving him and he went missing in action on social media. So who knows what he's up to now, I just know that in February, he showed up to court in L.A. for a divorce proceeding. And the wife, the longtime wife, is living with her family and their children in Illinois, which hmm. is far from L.A., right? Yeah. Okay. Or, or something like that on like a farm. I mean, it, it doesn't look like it sucks. There's a couple more wives that have made it clear that they think both the dude, Dimitri, and his longtime wife, Ashley are both shady AF, but they can't really talk about it because they've signed NDAs. NDA. Yeah. Except for there's one. And she's out to tell the world how full of shit she thinks they both are. <laughs> I want to hear mean, it. I'm here for yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So that, I mean, that's it in a nutshell. I, but maybe I'll do like a Patreon episode. Or yeah. That would be good. It, whatever. That'd be a good Patreon one. Because it actually is. A lot. I can imagine. I am excited for that Patreon episode. I think that one is going to be a good one. Okay. Well, uh, then. well, thank you for that. It was no murder again. So. Oh, don't worry. I'm co- I'm coming back to murder. Oh, I uh, I have one next week. It is okay. It does all that in a bag of chips. Oh, okay. Sleepy time. What? Very sleepy time. Yeah. And 
I well, it's four o'clock in the afternoon here. It's about the time that I need my second coffee of the day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I am. So I think I will go get that because it's going to be a long night. I have to go take my daughter right now to get her nails done, which is so funny because I do not get my nails done. Right. I use the press on nails. I hate the gel nails. She talked me into doing it for her. And I'm a sucker. Uh, so I have to do that. And and it's a time suck, man. Dude, she's going to go. She's playing in a basketball tournament. She's going to. That shit is going to chip. <laughs> I know. She doesn't get them long. But she likes them to last. Okay. It's, well. It is better than the press-ons. She couldn't wear that in a basketball tournament for anything. Okay. So I got to do that. I've got to take stuff back to the store. I have to go get a COVID test. Um, oh, because it's international? Yes. Um, okay. So I have to get a, a it, you know, it should be easy and fine. Um, and they only make you if you're 12 and over. So my husband and my daughter and I, but the boys don't have to get anything. So that's what we got to do right now. And um, by the time I talk to you again, I will be back. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, not really, because I'm going to talk to you in like two hours. Yeah. uh, For our Patreon episode. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) by the time you guys hear me. Uh, Okay. So anyways, let's uh, talk about Patreon. If you guys haven't listened to us there, it's five bucks a month and you get an extra episode a week plus a bonus crime. There's some good ones. We tell juice over there. You get a little bit more of us and who we are. Um, Also go to patreon.com forward slash housewives of true crime. If you haven't uh, subscribed, please do so now so you get us every Monday. Also, please rate and review us if you can. That helps our Apple uh, rankings. That is very generous of you. It only takes a couple seconds, maybe 30, and we will appreciate it. Um, And then find us on Housewives of True Crime group on Facebook and Housewives of True Crime on Instagram. And I think that's it. All right. Clank, clank, clank.